Guide Podcast, Episode 45. Hey, it's the Boomer Gal, Kaylin Amadio. I am your host and the creator of the Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast, and I have a new guest for you to meet today. I want to introduce you to Ruth Curran. You know, I didn't ask you how to pronounce your last name. Is it Curran or Curran? That's right. Nope, you Curran? did perfect. Okay. Yep. I have a neighbor that, that I think pronounces it Curran down the street, and it just occurred to me, oh, I should have asked her before we started recording. <laughs> Sorry, folks. So Ruth Curran, she drew on her experience successfully overcoming a traumatic brain injury, suffered in an automobile accident to become an expert on maximizing brain health and function through lifestyle modification and turning up the noise on your life. Ruth is passionate about the connection between the brain and daily functioning and believes everyone, regardless of your age or your stage in life, have the ability to use neuroplasticity to live a richer, deeper, more fully engaged life. Now, she has created a series of photo-based thinking puzzles and games and apps that'll help you work on cognitive abilities such as attention, memory, and executive functioning. She has a master's degree in cognitive psychology, as well as more than 28 years of experience as a strategist, a business development executive, and organizational behaviorist. She shares her insights and proven techniques for amplifying everyday experiences in being brain healthy. And on these two blogs, which you can always come back and get the, uh, the link to at Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast, in case you can't write this down now, no worries. You'll be able to come back and get it. I always have to say that. Don't get off the treadmill for this. It's important that you're on the treadmill. But come back and look for this podcast because you can find her, her blogging at craniumcrunches.com and at rollingmulligan.com. So, Ruth. Welcome to Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast. How are you? Thank I you am for fantabulous. Thank you. And you're welcome. And thank you for taking time. I'm always happy when when people take time out of their busy days to share their wisdom with my audience. That's a very groovy thing. Absolutely my pleasure. It's um wonderful to be able to speak about something that you care so deeply about, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and the opportunity for your expertise, your knowledge to make somebody's life better. Right? Yeah. Isn't, isn't that kind kind of what it's all about? I have a I have three sons and the middle one is 19 and we were having this conversation. He's he did a year of college, not too well trying to figure out what the heck is he doing. And we had this conversation about, but because he sees his father and I, you know, going about life. Right. Right. And saying, yeah, but so I go get a job and I go to work. Maybe I make goals because I'm always telling them, you know, have goals, go out and meet people. So I reach my goals and then what? I make new goals. And then I got, he's seen it as this hamster wheel, never ending cycle as opposed right. to what it could be. You know, how right. you grow as a person because he's too young yet, I think, to see what that means yeah. and that the pleasure, you know, that you can get out of it. But that that's a whole nother topic for another day. We're going to talk is about making our brains, too. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So give me uh, give me the nutshell version, if you would, of how you came to be doing what you're doing. Can you tell us a little sure. bit more? 
Of course. Um, I'm an author. I wrote a book called Being Brain Healthy, What My Recovery from Brain Injury Taught Me and How It Can Change Your Life. I am a blogger, as you said, and I created Cranium Crunches so that people could come to this free website, play photo-based puzzles and games, and work on things that help us find our keys, find our cell phones, figure out what the heck we're doing in this room, those kinds of things, work on attention um, and focus. I think everything that I do is focused on that positive message of we can change. Neuroplasticity is our friend. Understand the between our bodies and our behavior, we can maximize that, and that's so exciting. So you're telling me that you can teach an old dog new tricks? Absolutely, and actually, we can <laughs> remind an old dog of tricks that we know, or we can take the tricks that we do and make them just a little bit better. Right, right. That's that's cool as well. And on a separate note, as as I'm looking at you, folks, we're, we use Skype. When, when we do these conversations and when we record the podcast. And would you do me a favor, because I want to make sure, would you center yourself a little bit more in your screen? I want to make sure that I don't lose part of you when during the recording. Is that, that better? Have, yes. Sometimes when okay, I have good. two guests on together, I, yes. I find that, that it has trouble... You don't need to know Finding all the, all us, the technology, right? yeah. but you know the what we see as we're talking to one another is bigger than what ends up being recorded. And I want to make sure that we we don't cut Ruth off. We don't want to get lost, right? We don't want to get lost, right? Yeah. So, I assume that you, that you'll work with people of all ages. Although this sounds like something that maybe uh, we boomers and older is that this is something that we would tend to gravitate towards. Do you? find that first of all you're working with people of various ages or not and um, do you find working with older clients different in any way absolutely well I think I think working with baby boomers is different than working with older clients as well we're um, our generation has been bombarded with this negative message that we lose brain cells. We kill them. We, um, you know, the environment steals them from us. Our experience steals them from us. And then we're just lost and we're doomed to that. That's just not true. So in some respects, I think that um, we're better than we were when we were younger. Think about your 20 year old, 20 something year old self and think about a problem that you need to solve today. Could your 20-something-year-old self have figured out solutions that you could now? Yeah, not necessarily. Right. We we duck and weave in ways that we never did before. Mm -hmm. So I think that what boomers need to focus on is this positive, we're better in a lot of respects. Yes, we may, our reaction times are slowing down. That's a physical thing. So you do other things to compensate for that. Um, the other thing that I think is really important for boomers to focus on is that we forget names, you know, forget, don't find the right word. Younger people do that as well, but if you pay attention, they don't care as much. So if you look okay. at, you know, you said you have a 19-year-old, and I'm assuming someone younger as well. Right. Watch how they react when they can't think of someone's name. It's a whatever or you know what I mean, or move on to the next. We get stuck in this, oh my gosh, we must be getting Alzheimer's. 
I can't remember her name. I right. know that face. And pop culture is telling us that too. Yeah. The beautiful yeah. movie Still Alice did that for us. You know, that was a that was a huge wake up call for a whole lot of people because they're watching this progression mm-hmm. and all these silent mm-hmm. things that happen. But there's hopeful things. There's so many things we can do to make things better. And one of them is to emphasize the positive now. You know, our problem solving ability, our ability to come at something from five angles instead of one. We're not linear thinkers anymore. Right. So Yeah, life experience has, has done that for us. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So when you're working with people on neuroplasticity, right? Yes. And you, you gotta give me a definition of of what neuroplasticity means. But when you're working with people, what are the top three tips that you would you would give us towards I, I guess having healthier Healthier brains isn't the right word. Give me, give me the yeah. right words. Well, the, first of all, the neuroplasticity is that ability of the brain to change. Okay. Um, that means that we can rewire, we can reconnect, we can take all of those areas. It's that old use it or lose it thing. Okay. You know, okay. Um, if you don't use a neural connection, if you let something go by the wayside, it will stay dormant. Okay. Our connections need chemical and electrical activity to activate, which mm-hmm. is kind of a cool thing because that's in our power. So the, the three things that are really, there's a lot of things that are in our power. In, um, in my book, Being Brain Healthy, I focused on different ways of being. So the first big thing is to be engaged. There's a difference between just living your life, going through the day, going through the motions, doing what you're going to do, and really being engaged in the experience. Mm -hmm. So activate your senses. When you're thinking about something, you want to think about all of those things that fire up your brain, and you can almost feel it. So think about an experience. Think about biting into an apple. You've got not just what you see. 70% of what we do is what we see. 70% of how we understand the world is through our eyes. Think about what it sounds like. Think about what it feels like when that pops in your mouth. Think about you know, the resistance. Think about cool, warm, all of those kind of things. What do you smell? What do you taste? Amplify the experience. Be engaged in that moment. Okay. That's, okay. that's a good thing to do. And you don't have to add more activities to your life to do that because you're going to eat anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, turn that into a fuller experience. Another thing that people don't think about is to be purposeful. Being purposeful, finding and living your purpose suits so many things, makes your brain very happy. For lack of a better way of saying that, you release all of those chemicals because you're doing something that serves a deeper need in you. Um, And from an evolutionary perspective, our brains reward us for things that help our survival. Okay. They reward us with that bath of good chemicals, the okay. you know, that rush of good chemicals, that feeling. So when you're purposeful, you're being active. Usually, you're being social. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in, you're being engaged in a situation, and you're feeding that deeper need. And at our life stage in life, you know, as we get older and older, we think about things like legacy. We think about things like you know, what are my actions? So it's also good to know that being purposeful makes it so that you are, you know, so you're nourishing your brain right. and making your life better. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I wouldn't have guessed yeah. that. All right. And your third tip? 
the tip is to be active, be mentally active, be physically active, use it or lose it. I'm when you're talking about mentally active, there are people when you talk about older generation, people say, uh, I do crossword puzzles, I do Sudoku. Um, You know, those are my brain exercises. Change it up a little bit. Very things. If you do word puzzles, you know, if you play words with friends, try something else, try something that's spatial. You know, change from verbal to spatial. The cool thing about being physically active is that you can take your pre-programmed DNA. We come with this set of instructions. And when you're physically active, you release a protein that says, hey, let's make some new cells. That includes new neurons. Okay. That's all really new, great research. So be physically active and be mentally active. Yeah, we uh, and I like to do puzzles on my iPad, right? But there are certain things that I gravitate towards, and I'll do that same thing over and over and over again out of habit. And I'm sure a lot of people do the same. I work with someone who uh, does the crossword every day at lunch. Yes. But what you're saying is you can get into habits, but then you're only exercising those same neurons that are required to do that kind of puzzle. So you need to mix it up, give yourself different experiences, Right. right? Yeah, here's a a way to think about it. We're born with a whole bunch of neurons. None of them are connected to each other. Very few are connected to each other. Just the survival ones are connected. Our job as we age, as we go from birth to wherever we end up, is to create new connections, reroute connections, repair connections, just keep it all going and flowing. Okay. And that's that's a great job. You know, when you think about it, that is our purpose in life is to keep those connections going and moving. Right. Keep learning new things. So yeah, what is the biggest challenge that you see people have in, you know, in the old dog learning new tricks, you know, and exercising our brain and keep keeping on, keeping on, you know, building these neurons and not thinking, well, that's something I only do until I get done with college or until I you know, till my kids move out of the house or, you know, whatever it is, you know, people reach a point where they go, eh, there's, there's nothing new I need to learn, or I'm not going to go do new experiences. You know, some people get very set in their ways. What, what's our biggest challenge to getting over that? Well, I think there's a, that is a, you've identified the biggest challenges. We don't need to do more. You know, we don't want to do more. I don't know about you, but my life is so stuffed with things and activities and stuff I need to do to get through the day. The the key is to take those things and make them brain healthy things. So like the example with the apple and eating, you know, think about how you can make an activity more complicated. Um, Laundry, is a great example. Our brains like to categorize things. So as you're folding, sort by color. Okay. Reese, okay. you know, take things and put them in logical categories. Mix it up a little bit. You go for a walk, change your shoes. It changes the entire experience of going for a walk. You know, if you're wearing sneakers, change to sandals. Wearing sandals, change to a round bottom shoe. Wear your golf shoes to go for a walk. All of those things change the experience and mix up, you know, what you're doing. So you're using more of your brain. You're not letting your brain get lazy or set in its ways, as you said. Yeah. You're Keep almost talking about, about gamification, 
right? Of, of any given thing in your life, you know, make a game of, Absolutely. which is what gamif gamification means. It's sort of a marketing term. Making uh -huh. a game of things that are ordinary to you. There's, right. There's this great video. Um, I th it happened in Europe, and it was a. <clears throat> it might have been a car company, or uh, I forget who did it. Uh, right. But it was people coming out of a, a subway, and there was stairs, a big mm -hmm. double wide staircase, and an escalator to get up. The it was like two flights to get up to ground level. And they they had a video camera and it watched people, you know, exit this subway system in whatever town it was. And most people sort of waited in the queue in the line to get on the escalator and go up. Most people chose not to take the stairs. They were lazy, right? And they were set in their way. Right. Overnight, they installed on the staircase those piano keyboards that you can step on. So it was, you know, white key and white key and then black and white key black, right? So it... And they were tuned. And when you stepped on them, they made, they lit up and they made the noises of a piano keyboard for right. as many stairs as there were. And they left the video camera on and they recorded what happened. And a great number of people got intrigued by the stair, took the stairs in order to make the noises. Some people stayed on the stairs to make music, you know, and songs, and they played on the stairs rather than take the escalator yeah so that that's There's gamification you know but you can do that s simply that was a very elaborate thing but you could do that simply with almost anything that you do absolutely and you hit on that exercise hits on a whole bunch of um great brain points first is music music lights up all those pleasure centers right right so you're going to go to that extra effort find things that will make you go to that extra effort to make yourself feel good you know that's the that's the name of the game what are those things that turn the noise up on your life and make you feel good mm -hmm. so you can amplify an experience and really turn up the noise on the quality of your life you know play does that right. and we, our brains love to play it's creative. You have to think. You have to zig and zag. Um, humor is a complicated brain process. Oh, you know, there's yeah, there's timing, delivery. You got to get it. You have to understand the language. All these elements. Everything that you can do to complicate the everyday, and that's what that exercise did. It complicated it and made it more enjoyable. Right. That's yeah, the people, perfect brain. People loved it. It's a it's a great video. You can go on YouTube and and um, you know put in anything like I talked about. You know, piano stairs, piano, or stairs. piano yeah. escalator, or something. And this video will right. probably come up. I forget. Yeah. I do think it was like Volkswagen or Volvo or somebody. That's that's what my my head is telling me. Right. So for people who are listening uh, to us right now, Ruth, who are thinking, okay, I, I'm. I'm buying into this, but what what can I do right now? What's what's the first thing I'm going to get off my my bum and do to start making these kind of changes? What would you tell them? Think about things like we just talked about that make your brain work a little bit harder. Be complicated. You know, take an activity, something you need to do to get through the day. You need to um, drive to work. 
So when you get in the car, think about something that's going to make your brain work a little bit harder. Take a different route. Rewrite your mental map. Um, put something unexpected on the radio. You know, something that's going to not take your attention away from driving, but something that's going to make you focus. Something right. that's going to help you think through or think past. Or if you're used to having the radio on, turn the radio off and think about a concentrated thought. Sitting at a stoplight, you're stuck at a stoplight, stuck in traffic, look up at a sign and pick a letter on the sign and think of five words that begin with that letter. Pick a color, think of five emotions related to that color. You can bring in feeling and sensory experiences and activate your linguistic centers in your brain. You're in good shape. I think the thing that we that we really need to do if you're looking at avoiding stressful situations right. is know what good feels like. What does your body feel like when you feel good? When is the last time you sat down and you said, hey, I feel good right now. What's my heart rate like? But guaranteed the stress comes in. You know your shoulders are tense. You know your heart rate's up. You know your breathing is short. How do you get back to good when you're not when you don't really know what good feels like, focus on the, if I were going to give you one thing to focus on, focus on figuring out where you want to come back to. Right. What does good feel like? What's your heart rate feel like? Not just those systems, but what does your skin feel like? You know, um, how are you handling everything that's going on around you when you feel good? Right. You know, that the car example is so good because everyone who, who has spent any time driving has had that experience where you get in your car and then you end up at a destination and you cannot remember right. at all how you got from point A to point right. A. Yeah. Or, or if you're like me, you know, I have a path that takes me, it, depending on what I need to do, the same path sort of gets me to a point where then I have to choose, no, I'm going to go do this thing or this thing or this thing. And I end up going to do the wrong thing because I'm not really thinking about right. which task it was I had intended to yeah. go do. And I end up at, at the wrong place going, oh, and I don't even remember making a decision about it. It was just my brain said, oh, yeah, we're heading this way. Then typically we end up here. And that's where I ended up. It would be so easy to just um, listen to a different station, you know, on my radio or turn my I, I tend to listen to the radio in the car. Mm -hmm. To turn it off and have silence is very freaky sometimes. Because you're yes, used to scare us. Yeah. Right. It, uh -huh. It's a completely different experience and, and it's it almost feels weird. You know, you see me with my shoulders, right? It feels a little uncomfortable. It's like there's no sound in this car except the sounds of the car, you know? So just little things like that can change your entire world. Change your experience. Yeah. Change yeah. your experience. You hit it right on the head. Change the experience. Do those little things that can change your experience. Don't add more things. This is right. not like people yeah, say. This doesn't have to be hard. It can be very easy. Yeah. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be complicated. And it absolutely can make your life better. Right. That's what's really cool. Yeah. So focus on those things. It's also very easy to change your experience in, um, in a negative way. Mm. And yeah, you don't not want to do a, that. Yeah, 
No. Yeah. What's just the point? Of, what's change, the point of that? Shift, Don't do that. Shift focus. Shift yeah. your focus. Yeah. If things start moving in that direction, shift physically. Shift your focus. Okay. Okay. This has been fascinating. I, I love. Um, I love learning new stuff like this. So it, it's yeah. terrific. How can um, my visitors to to this podcast, our listeners or our viewers, find you? Where would you mm -hmm. like them to visit you? Um, you can find me and my games on craniumcrunches.com. Okay. You okay. can find my book at rollingmulliganpublishing.com. You can find everything on craniumcrunches.com, though. All right. That's All right. where I live. So. And you can, like I said, you can always come back to thebugpodcast.com or Boomer's Ultimate Guide, if you want to spell it all out, <laughs> boomersultimateguidepodcast.com, and find a link to Cranium Crunches. It's spelled just like it should be in the English language. I always have to mention that in case, in case people, uh, sometimes URLs are funny. You know that. But craniumcrunches.com, just as it should be. Uh, or you can go visit the publisher, rollingmulligan.com, to pick up the book. Um, Ruth, before I let you go, I have one last question for you. Are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> I see I'm changing up the way I do this, right? Yeah, I, I normally just great. ask the that's question, great. so now I'm, I'm sort of changing the way I do things, you know, I'm trying to take your Change advice. Change the experience for both of us. You just gave us a great brain, a great brain exercise, yeah. <laughs> So I like to uh, leave the audience with some sort of inspiration before they go. Do you have an inspirational quote that you love or a story that you would like to leave us with? I turn up the noise on your life. Amplify those experiences and just take it in. Feel what happens when you, ch when you turn up the noise on your senses. Take the everyday add some more experience, add color, and you'll just be amazed at how much that empowers you and lifts you up. Not only makes you think better, but makes you live and better. Right. Makes your brain healthy. You, you have to exercise your brain just like you have to exercise your body. That's an absolute fact. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ruth, it has been great meeting you today. You as well. Thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to come on. And those of you listening or watching, boomersultimateguidepodcast.com, where every Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, we release another new episode with great guests like Ruth, who can help you <clears throat> live a vibrant life. Because I help people build thriving businesses, but that's so they can live vibrant lives. And she is clearly doing that, which is why I'm so glad she could come on the show today. So, until next time, everybody, I would very much like you to take care. Boom, baby, that's it for now. See you next time on Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast.